Hey there, friends. Today, we're going to be talking all about how to create content pillars for your business. Welcome to the Know, Like, and Trust show with Brittany Gardner, the podcast where we explore the world of personal branding and how to build your know, like, and trust factor up for ultimate business success. And now here's your host, Brittany Gardner. All right, we are going to dive straight into the content pillar conversation. I would like to point out a couple things. I love the stuff. It's easy for me. You're probably going to hear me say it's easy a couple times in today's talk, but most companies don't have a clear marketing message. And that's why I am talking about this. Whether you are a company of one or 50 or a thousand, a lot of businesses just don't have a clear marketing message. They confuse social media with brand building and they have no direction for their messaging strategy other than, oh dear, it's been a while since we posted something. Mm, Blank white page. What do we do now? But marketing is not just about posting on Facebook or Twitter, and it's not really even about advertising anymore. It is about creating content that your audience wants to consume. We are the Netflix binging society, meaning we are consumers. Our audience wants content that solves their problems and engages them in a way that makes them want to buy from us rather than our competitors. That is why content's important. But all that content can be a lot. It's a lot to stay on top of. This brings me, of course, to having a content system in place. And I would be remiss if I didn't remind you guys, I do sell the show up system. It is my content system and it is an option for you to have a content system. You can go ahead and buy it on my website right now. That's totally an option. Also, I'm going to be relaunching it as the Show Up System 2.0 very soon. Anyone who has the current one will be automatically upgraded because I'm cool like that. But if you don't have a system already and you don't want to use that one, just find something, like literally anything. It will help you, I promise. However, even with a system, you need content pillars. So what are they? What are content pillars? They are the categories of things you want to be known for. So if your brand is your reputation and brand strategy is actively trying to shape that reputation, then online content buckets are the categories of things you want to be known for. Now, I'm often going to call them content buckets in this episode because I have always thought of them as buckets, not so much as pillars. But a lot of other people out there in the great wide interwebs do call them pillars. So I do want to call this out. If you hear me say content buckets or pillars in this episode, I mean the same thing. Now, why do I like calling them buckets? Because the topics that go in your content pillars or buckets, they flow in and out of each pillar, much like watering a plant. You know, you water the plant and it's full of topics or water related to your pillar and the soil is nice and moist and everything grows pretty. But then as you use those topics, you need to water it again or it runs dry and boohoo, you're staring at the blank white page again. So that leads us to our next question. Why do you want to create content pillars? It's important to have these buckets in place because it helps you with the creation process. A content bucket, very simply put, is just a tool you use to make content creation easier for you. If you've ever stared at the blinking cursor of doom, you will know content is sometimes really hard to come up with when you're doing it on the fly, when you're feeling the pressure, when you're on a deadline. Having content buckets filled with topics ready to go makes that problem disappear. It also organizes your content. I don't know if you've ever followed somebody on social media and they say something cool immediately and you follow them so that you can see more of that cool stuff. Only a month later, you're like, why was I following this person? They're not talking about anything I expected. Content buckets prevent that one from happening as well. 
All right, so before we get on to how to actually create them, let's talk about what you need to do first before you create them, before you define those content buckets. Now, what I have seen a lot of people do is they sit down and they attack their journal with vigor only to come up with an empty page or a scribble of notes. And they're like, Brittany, you said this was easy. This is not easy. Here are a few things that you need to know before you start so that it is easier. One, what are you known for? So remember a few minutes ago, I said your brand is your reputation. And you kind of want to know what that reputation is before you start this. It's really hard to create content buckets if you've got nothing out there. So what are you known for? Or if you are not known for anything yet, what will you want to be known for? Two, who's your audience and what do they want to know about the most from a business standpoint? So whatever service it is that you offer, whether it's B2C, where you're like direct to consumer or, you know, B2E, business to entrepreneur, what is it that they are looking for information on? What is the problem that you can solve? That is what you need to know there. And then the third thing you need to know is the type of content that has been successful in driving traffic to you in the past if you have an existing business. Obviously, if you do not have an existing business, you'll skip that one. All right. Finally, it is far easier to create your buckets if you have a strong opinion around your subject. I am very clear on my strong opinions, so this part isn't so hard for me. For those of you who have less direct personalities, this might be a little more difficult. And it's also really hard when you're first starting out. But following someone else's framework without making any changes on your own might be a good way to start. It's not, however, a great way to attract a following. So even if you don't have a super direct personality like me, even if you aren't always stating very strong opinions online, there are going to be some answers to these questions that might help you. One, what fires you up? Two, what pisses you off? Three, what makes you excited to still be working at 8 p.m. or gets you up at 6 a.m. to start, even if you're not a morning person? These are the things that are going to make defining the pillars a breeze. Once you have that down, I'm going to give you three different methods three different ways for you to define your content pillars. So if one of them doesn't work for you, don't worry. It is okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Also, I do want to point out, don't try all of these at once. Try one. If you don't like it, then try the next one. You're probably going to listen to these options and be like, oh, I can probably work with that. I've already got a few ideas. That's the one that you want to try. Don't do all three and then be like, well, they don't really go together. First of all, I want to throw this out there. If you do all three and they don't go together, then probably revisit them because when I do all three, they all end up sounding pretty much the same. But we all have different methodologies. We all have different ways of thinking. We all have different perspectives that we come from. So one of these is probably going to stand out for you. The first of them is attention, interest, and trust, AIT. Your attention bucket is all about the content that engages and starts a conversation with your audience. Once you've got their attention, then they are going to be like, well, am I interested enough to stay attentive to you? So what bucket would capture and keep their interest? This is typically going to be the sticky content that helps them think differently about their problem. If you aren't sure what sticky content is, go back two episodes. I have an episode all about sticky content. The third bucket, trust, is all about authority. What makes you the authority on the subject so that they trust you? You can gain attention and interest without building trust. So what are you going to say to get them to take you seriously? I want to give you guys an example, and I'm going to use a life coach as an example. And since life coach itself is very broad in terms of category, in this case, I'm going to use a life coach who helps post-grads figure out the next step of their life. Maybe they're 
25 and figuring out that cubicle life isn't for them. Or maybe they're trying to decide if, you know, law school is a good idea. So your attention bucket. Your 20s aren't all they are cracked up to be. So in here, I would put a lot of engaging content, maybe a fun quiz, like where are you post-college or, ooh, what Schitt's Creek character represents your work life? Something like that, you know? I'd also put testimonials from happy clients in this category. I would talk about using your personality to get ahead in life. Ooh, maybe even using StrengthsFinder to get a job promotion. The topics here have endless possibilities because really, we're just talking about engaging them. Gaining someone's attention isn't actually that hard. Interest however, is a little bit harder. So maybe this bucket would be turning your quarter life into your best life. That title alone would probably intrigue a lot of people, at least enough to hang out and read some content, right? So this bucket's all going to be about keeping their attention. So many people out there create way too much engaging attention content and not nearly enough that goes to the next level. This is where you're going to transform your Schitt's Creek quiz taker into someone who realizes their character isn't what they want to be and they also have other options. This is sticky content all the way. You could put in here case studies of clients who have used your service. You could put in here anything that opens up possibility and gets people thinking. You could even include some how-to content in here. I don't like a ton of how-to content, but this is a place where it would be very appropriate. All right, and then the third one, trust. This is your sweet spot as a title. This bucket is not only, however, about the client finding their sweet spot, it's also about you demonstrating your own. So here you're gonna wanna comb through past client testimonials. Is there a common theme? Is there something that you are so good at you can't help it? Even if it feels totally natural to you and you're surprised other people can't do it. Actually, when you're surprised someone else can't do something, that's usually a clue. It's a huge skill of yours. Your sweet spot here is going to showcase your services and it's going to lead to some selling content, but it's also going to showcase the transformation that you offer your clients. That is where you build that trust. All right, so that's number one, option number one, attention, interest, trust. The second option for defining your content buckets is a three-part message. So simply put, the three-part message can be a great way to keep your brand promise or your mission succinctly intact. And I say that because I think we've all read brand visions or mission statements that have a lot of buzzwords and we're still not sure what they actually meant when we get to the end of it. So the three-part messages are often used by businesses because they help distill an organization's brand and core values into one or two sentences that compel the viewer while also giving them something to remember. This is even true for the record if it's longer than three words. At that point, you're just going to break them up and use them as pillars of each message in that format. So let's look at my promise, my brand promise, as an example of this. I promise my clients authentic automated marketing. Obviously, that's three words, so I could easily break that up into three pillars. The first would be authentic. Topics that could go in this pillar would be, what does it mean to be authentic? What does it mean to be authentic online versus in person? How can you show your authenticity in your marketing? How much of you should you put in your marketing? What goes into your content strategy? All of those are about putting your authentic self forward in your marketing, and they're all things that I have actually explored not only on the show, but in my other content as well. Two would be automated. Consistency is the backbone of building your know, like, and trust factor up, so we need automation. Automation helps us be consistent. It helps us keep that trust. Again, in the, in the previous option, trust was the third part, but trust is actually woven into all three of these pillars here. But if you need consistency, you need to be automated. And there's so many different things I talk about. And yes, marketing funnels is one of them. 
as a way to be consistent and show up for your audience all the time. So the third one would be marketing. Obviously, you guys know visibility is absolutely required to market your online business and visibility depends on you showing up with bum, 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 content. So I want to show that right there, authentic automated marketing, three separate pillars are easily broken up into those content pillars, but they're also kind of all playing off of each other. They, they're interwoven in a way. If I kept brainstorming here, I could easily place 10 topics into each bucket but I could also probably place another five or 10 into multiple buckets at one time. And that's okay. A lot of times your buckets are not clear cut. They are going to all bleed into each other because your message is a whole and you can break it up to a certain extent, but sometimes that holistic message is going to bleed from one category to the next because it does all go together. It's like one of the things I say all the time, you can't have automated marketing that isn't authentic if you want to come across in an authentic way. It has to all go together. All right. And the third option for defining your content buckets is your expertise, what you stand for, and what separates you from the next person. So for this option, your expertise is going to be very similar to that trust portion in AIT, Attention, Interest, Trust. What is it that you're skilled at? That is your expertise. And then what you stand for is your battle cry. It's going to answer that question, what really pisses you off about your industry and how can you do it better so that you're the natural choice? And then as for what separates you from the next person, that's up to you. If somebody else had the exact same schooling, training, and even the same location as you, what would be in it for a client to choose you over that person? For me, my expertise is the sweet spot between content strategy and marketing funnels. I talk all the time about how they have to play well together. It's why I offer the Biz GPS, that 30,000 foot overview of your business. Does your value ladder make sense? Do your offers play well to each other? Is there a great way for clients to go from entry level to mid-level and beyond? So that is my expertise. It's that sweet spot in making all those things work together. My battle cry is no like, and trust. Building your no like, and trust factor is how you make it as an online entrepreneur, whether you're a service provider or a course creator or both. You have to put effort into building up that know, like, and trust factor with content online. That's my battle cry. And then finally, what separates me? Well, I would argue a ton separates me, of course. I am a strategist, though, through and through, but I'm creative as well. So I bring both depth and beauty to the table. And that is one of the things that really separates me from other marketing consultants or strategists out there. Now, I want to give you a second example for this one, because, of course, it's easy for me to use myself as an example, right? But one of my clients co-hosts a boy parenting podcast. She's a homeschooling mom of four boys, and she's a registered nurse, and she's written for countless publications. So her expertise is bringing the worlds of health, parenting, and education together for a unique take on raising boys. Her battle cry? There's no such thing as a typical boy. And then what separates her from most parenting experts is that she's in the thick of it, but she also has the health education to back up her real-world anecdotes. And for the record, by the way, guys, I have not created a content plan for her. I'm not reading this from a list. I'm actually helping her build a funnel right now. I just spouted this off on the fly. When you know your business, your offer, and your people, it's pretty easy to do that. And it's even easier to get your content out there when you've done this work. I said it in the beginning. Having content pillars in place makes it easier for you to be consistent with your content. And you already know from hearing my pillars and my buckets that consistency is what builds trust. So in closing, I just want to say, you guys, creating content isn't optional anymore. 
The benefits of a content-rich business are many, (laughs) many. It creates an emotional bond with your audience that drives them to take action and purchase from you. It helps you stop losing leads by using creative and compelling, thought-provoking content. Feel-proof content helps build trust with potential customers. It helps you grow your business exponentially through intelligent marketing. And then finally, it helps you approach marketing strategically, not tactically. So all that to say, content is queen. It's a clear way for you or anyone else who wants their voice heard online to be remembered by your audiences and by the people who ultimately are looking for help in the exact area you offer it. All right, friends, this is the part of the show where I say, I hope you got something from that. I just gave you three really good ways to define your content buckets so you can be more organized, so you can show up consistently, so you can land more perfect match clients where it's a joy for both of you in that relationship to proceed. That is the goal here. I have spent so much time putting the content together for this, and I really just want to make sure that the people who are looking for this kind of thing can find it. And one of the ways you can help with that is by rating and reviewing the show in whatever podcast app you use of choice. One of the reviews that I actually got quite some time ago that I really enjoyed was by Owl Mama. And she says, as someone who truly understands the power found in personal branding, Brittany is an excellent resource for anyone and women especially who struggle with knowing where to start or where to go next. Her interview style is approachable and the advice is solid, a must listen for any entrepreneur, business owner, or human wanting to share who they truly are to the world. I love this because I really feel like this person found my favorite part of this podcast, which is knowing where to start, knowing where to go next, so you can share who you truly are with the world. If information like this is helping you in your business, please take a few minutes to go ahead and leave a five-star review on your platform of choice. Thank you so much, and I'll see you guys next week.